The Bright Side of the Storm, James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. Hey, good morning and welcome to this continuing look at the book of James written by James, the half-brother of Jesus. We're in our second message on this book, and we're going to be in verses 2 through 4 of chapter 1. And this is what we read there, 2 through 4 of chapter 1 of the book of James. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Heavenly Father, help us to hear and receive what you have for us, that our hearts may be changed, that our lives may be transformed, that we would be more like Christ. We pray in his name. Amen. So in our first message, we looked at verse 2, talking about how bad things happen to good people, so to speak. Uh, And that's just the truth, that in this life, everybody has struggles. And if anybody ever says, hey, if you're a Christian, your struggles will end, they're not speaking the truth. In fact, they're directly contradicting Jesus who said himself, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome this world. And in another time he said the servant, meaning followers of his, are not above the master, and if he encountered difficulty, so will we. What we're looking at today is the the sunny side, so to speak, of the storms of life. God's will for us is not that we would have an easy life laying on the beach, so to speak, and soaking in the sunshine. Doesn't mean you'll never get to lay on the beach in the sunshine. You might, you might not. But what it does mean is that his goal is not our comfort here. His goal in our lives and for our lives is that we would be changed from who we are because we're dead in our trespasses and sins. When we receive Christ as Lord and Savior, then we are born again. We pass from death to life. But we're newborn Christians, and we have to grow up in that faith. We have to strengthen our spiritual muscles, so to speak. And muscles are not developed in idleness, but in tests, in trials, in pushing pushing against the difficulties, uh, lifting weights, so to speak. So he's telling us that the trials of many kinds that we face, and everybody faces them, uh, as one of my friends says, there's three kinds of people listening to this. Those that are in the middle of a storm, those that just came out of a storm, and those who are about to go into a storm. We all face them. And when we really understand what storms are about, it won't make them any more fun, quote, end quote, but it will make them enjoyable in the sense that we know that God is at work. And he says uh, in Romans 8, 28, and 29, for we know 
For those who love God, all things, including and especially trials, work, my words, work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. For those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. Of course, his son is is Jesus, and he was the firstborn from the dead. He wasn't born. Uh, Jesus has always existed, but he was the firstborn from the dead as to his humanness, who rose from the dead never to die again. And so he wants us to be conformed to the image of Christ, to shape us into the likeness of Christ. And that only happens as we pass through the storms of life, the trials of many kinds. And so in verse 3, it says, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Well, when everything's going your way and there are no challenges your faith is not being tested. It doesn't mean that you don't have faith, but it's not being challenged. It's not being tested in any way. But when you pass through, when I pass through, when we all pass through storms, that's a test. It's a test of our faith. Are we going to look to God and know that he is the answer, or are we going to turn away? Are we going to handle things like uh people who have been born again, or we're going to resort to the ways of the world. So when our faith is tested and we stay with our eyes on Christ, then it develops perseverance. And perseverance simply means that the ability to stick to the task, the ability to, to hang tight in the midst of a storm, the ability to remain faithful to God no matter what's going on around us, to know that, that the as the song says, the anchor holds within the veil. When we're going through a struggle and we keep our eyes on Jesus, then we're going to develop some muscles called perseverance. They are spiritual muscles, so to speak. And then he says in verse 4, perseverance must finish its work. It has to keep going. One, one trial is not going to do it. It's got to finish its work so that we may be mature and complete. That is, that we may grow up in Christ, that, that we are continuing to look to him throughout the challenges. When we read the scripture, we see people of God who were challenged over and over. And we see many who turned and went away, turned and went back. Uh, in John, I know uh, maybe verse, chapter 6, it says, from that time many turned and, and went back. And he looked at his disciples and said, are you going to turn away also? And they said, where would we go, Jesus? You have the words of life. So they had developed perseverance, and they had begun to mature. They still had plenty of room to grow because we see that when he was crucified, they scattered like sheep running away. So God is at work in us through the storm so that we will be have spiritual muscles, learn about sticking with it, persevering, and the continuing lesson is that we might be mature, mature Christians, but even that maturity is an ongoing process. It's, it's not one that 
is completed or reaches a conclusion during this lifetime. We can think about it like this. When a child is born, that child has all of the component parts, even as an infant, arms, legs, etc., but they're not developed fully. And so they must, the, the process of life, the challenges of a child develops their muscles as they learn to roll over first and then to sit up and then to crawl and, and so forth. And that's a lifelong process of developing the muscles and all of the parts of being a person. And perseverance is the same way in the sense that it's a process of us learning uh, and growing in Christ-likeness. Uh, it's something that happens within us as God works through the things going on outside of us to conform us to the image of his son, just like we read from Romans 8, 28, 29 a moment ago. The sunny side of the storm is that the storm is a part of the process of becoming Christ-like. The storms in our life develop Christ-likeness if we continue to look to God and trust in him. If we trust in the Lord with all our heart, lean not on our own understanding in all our ways, acknowledge him, he will make straight our paths, and our paths are from who we are to Christ's likeness. That's the path that God has us on. That's the purpose of our lives is to grow into the likeness of Christ. Precious Lord, Heavenly Father, Almighty God, thank you for the trials and the challenges of life that you use in each of us to transform us from who we are into the likeness of Christ, that we would be conformed to his image day by day in the little challenges and the big challenges. May we keep our eyes on you, trusting in you completely with all of our heart, not leaning on our way of thinking, but knowing that you in Christ for us are the answer, the way, the truth, and the life. We thank you, we praise you, we bless you, and we honor you in the precious name of Jesus. Amen.